Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome everybody to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Uh, woo! All right, I'm reopening this bottle of wine that I had from the Boston Bells because I am joined by another fabulous group of ladies. I am super excited. Pinball happy hour is commencing right now. And I am joined by the lovely women from the Pinball Women of Ottawa chapter. Help me welcome Megan Sprague, Gabriel Antonia, and Elisa Joy. Welcome, ladies. Yay! Hello. My welcome, name's welcome. actually Antia. Welcome. <laughs> Antia, dang it! Oh, and I was like, as I was going through the names, I was like, I forgot to ask her how to pronounce her last name. I was like, dang it. I was like, I'm gonna go for it. I'm, um, I had my my married name is now Gray, but and, and my thank God my partner has a name people can pronounce. But I had a my maiden name was Long in German, and, and people would look at me because they're like, hey, little Puerto Rican girl with that German last name. I was like, yeah, that's a story, y'all. But uh, yeah, that, I always had the the name that I was like, man. So I'm like so like bummed I messed that up. I'm sorry, Gabby. I'm sorry. It's okay. Most people do. <laughs> I'll get. I'll get. I'll, I'll remember it. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Welcome, Canada. Um, we've only had one other Canadian, I believe, on the show, and that's Julie Dorsers. Um, so <laughs> welcome. Um, <laughs> so yay, we're waving our uh, lovely Maple Leaf flag for our friends from the North. I'm super excited. You guys were one of the the groups that really jumped on when I said, hey, would you guys like to, you know, hang out with me and have pinball happy hour? You're like, yes, please. Um, and then I kept on calling them the Bells of Ottawa. And I'm like, they're not a Bells chapter, Lauren. Um, after I did some investigative journalism, uh, hint, hint, I looked on the interweb. <laughs> so, um, so folks, um, we're going to introduce you to these guys and find out more about their amazing group. And we're just going to have a lot of fun. Um, we'll start with you, Megan. Tell us about your pinball journey, where you started from and where you're at today. Well, I actually started five years ago, approximately, um, when the House of Targ opened up here in Ottawa. It's a, a barcade um, and friends of mine knew the owners. And so they kept dragging this out to support their, their pinball nights. Um, and they started running tournaments and they were desperate for players and I'd never played pinball before. Um, I think like that was the only time I'd ever played pinball. I played it on Windows XP on the, the you know, the Space Cadet, but, uh, <laughs> but that was it. So they, uh, they said it didn't matter that I had no, no ex previous experience. I don't want to say no skill because <laughs> it turns out I won a couple of games and I like winning. Mm -hmm. So I kept coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the guy who uh, ran the tournaments told me about the Pinball Women of Ottawa, and uh, I gave it a go. Um, I, I held back for a while, I have to be honest, because I was a little intimidated, um, but ended up, I can't remember my the first time I went out, but I think it was probably at the House of Targ again, they had a meet there, and, and uh, then one of our prominent members... Um, from the Ottawa Pinball League hosted the women's event and that was sort of my entryway into the Ottawa Pinball League uh, which I ran up in last year um, until I had this baby who was making a noise <laughs> hopefully it's not interfering too much with my sound <laughs> she decided to get chatty as soon as I started talking um, but yeah that was that was I got hooked right away I you'll notice there's a uh, 
four machines behind me. Uh, I know you can't see that on the podcast, but uh, in our video chat, there's there's some machines and they just started multiplying. And I, I haven't looked back. I started tra- traveling to tournaments and uh, meeting people around the world. And it's just been awesome. Awesome. And for everybody that's baby Moira. And we're so excited. This is her first official podcast. So you can tell her when she's older, you're like, you were on a podcast when you were a baby. And, you know, because that's going to be amazing. And you can play this for her. And it's super fun. So, um, yeah, no, I love that you have like little baby pinballer there. Um, We have one of um, our bells in our chapter, um, Nora. Um, baby Nora, baby Nora comes to everything. So we're like, we're, we're used to the kids in, in our, in our, our, uh, our group. So I'm so glad she's here. Both of that, both of you guys are here. All right. Uh, we'll move it over to Gabby. Share with us your story, uh, where you started from and where you're at today. Um, I mean, I also started by playing space cadet against my family on the computer, but I'd also, <laughs> my dad is actually, um, was a pinball wizard in his youth. So uh, whenever I would find an arcade, I would go, but I'm originally from Winnipeg and there wasn't really a massive arcade. The only one that really existed was (laughs) at Winnipeg Beach. And, you know, if my family was at the beach, my mom wasn't going to let me play pinball. She wanted me to like be outdoors and experience the beach. So I had to like hope for a rainy day in order to play pinball. And, you know, there'd be a couple of machines and bars when I was going to punk shows, but nothing really substantive. And then when I moved to Ottawa, um same thing as Megan House of Targ opened and for me I remember going there for a music show and I walked down the basement it's a basement venue and I walked down the stairs and saw all of these pinball machines and like my jaw just dropped and I was like this is amazing I found a new home I'm gonna become like now I can go to shows alone because I have no friends and like play pinball between sets this is excellent um and then shortly after I discovered the House of Targ I do have to credit the staff there because I completely unrelated to House of Targ started dating their at the time head chef. And so I got access after hours. And when the venue was closed to kind of play pinball with people who are really good. So like the people who owned the machines and the games, and I always thought they were just being nice to me because I was the only girlfriend that stuck around when they were like, you're really good and should compete. Like I thought they were just trying to be nice. Um, And then so eventually I went to, um, I don't know if I went to Pinball Women Ottawa, or if I went to the Ottawa Pinball League run by um, Adam Monty um, first, but I went to one of them and I was like, yeah, that's okay. And then I think, you know, I heard more about Pinball Women Ottawa and I was like, all right, well, you know, that seems like a safe place to go. It's not super competitive. I don't have to put in a ton of effort. And I went and I was just like, oh my gosh, everyone is amazing. I love this. And then uh, I also have never looked back. So it's been about five years and I haven't traveled as extensively as Megan has, but now I also, every chance I get, I try to go to Montreal or Toronto or Buffalo or Rochester to play pinball. And uh, I'm really proud that I took over Megan's uh, tournament directing this year for the International Women's Day Tournament at the House of Targ. Uh, So I ran my first tournament ever and played in it, which was a mistake. So I'm never doing that again. Um, but I understand. I think that I understand. Was, yeah. And so that's sort of where I'm at now is hoping to kind of give back when we're allowed to touch people again. I love that. Love it. And Alyssa, will share with us your story, where you started from and where you're at today. Man, I've been in love with pinball since I was like seven or eight years old. 
I was like the original latchkey kid and I used to have a relatively good allowance. So I'd take my little bike down to the local arcade and blow all of my money. I actually made friends with the arcade people and they would give like the cute little eight-year-old like running around the pouty face like extra coins. And the sound of that replay sound or the match sound to this day, even when it's free play, I'm like, oh, the sound, the sound of a free credit from when it was actually a big deal. And then I grew up in Florida. There was actually this place called Grand Prix Racerama, which had like seven or 800 video games, like two or 300 pinball machines. So I would just go there on a Friday night with my happy place. And I moved here and there wasn't any pinball or maybe like one machine. I went to the movie theater, but my friends didn't want to play pinball and pinball just disappeared. And after having gone to university where there's a pinball machine on my way to class. And sometimes I stopped to play that Jurassic Park machine for, for just, just one game, you see. But I was good at it. So sometimes one game became 20 games and I missed class. And, you know, who can blame me? There was no pinball. And then I saw Caitlin, who sort of founded our league at a bowling thon. And she's like, I think I'm going to start a women's pinball league. Did you know there's like collectors who have like pristine machines in their basement, like 15 or 20 of them, and they invite people over. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sign me up. One of the challenges for me when Caitlin started this like social group, and she's been very good about inviting everyone in. I was like, "You, you want me to talk to other people? There, there are pinball machines here. Like, I, I, I don't know if I can do it. But now that there's so many barcades open, there's so many leagues, I can talk to people and play pinball at the same time. It's very exciting. Yeah, and it's it's such a challenge sometimes. I think that you know um, a lot of people who are in our our hobby and our sport um, tend to be more introverted. But I feel that with these groups and these um, chapters and what have you, it really breaks people out of their shell because you're both, a, you know, kind of talking about your love of pinball and you, you may be the most introverted in, person in the world, but if you're talking about something you love, you, you'll open up a bit. Um, I, I always like kind of laugh because everybody knows how extroverted I am. And I always try to be like real, I'm like, I know, I know I'm pushing you out of your comfort zone. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to reel it back a little bit. I was like, I won't hug you unless you ask. <laughs> so, um, but um, it's so much fun being with women. And, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to do this pinball happy hour. Cause I feel like we've missed that social connection um, amongst our friends. Like I've, I've, I knew it would be bad because I love getting out and doing all the things, but I didn't know it would hit me this hard. So I'm so glad the three of you guys could meet up and that we're here today um, having our beverages. I'm having wine, but you know, uh, Moira is not, Moira's having milk. And <laughs> all right. We got some beers here. Yeah. And, um, but it's, it's good times y'all. Um, you know, whatever you have, I also have Topo Chico, which is my favorite bubbly water of choice. Um, so I, I have both because I learned from uh, the last episode that I need to intersperse the wine with the water, that that would help because I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and I also I need a smaller cup. I um yesterday I I um uh, we did an episode with the New Haven Bells and I made a margarita in a giant margarita glass and uh, those of you who will hear the episode I kept on hitting the microphone because I couldn't quite like get the glass near my face I was like this was a mistake I I need to choose my uh, container a bit better so um I'm I'm so glad to to have you guys here so uh, pinball women of Ottawa so um you guys were talking about uh, Caitlin starting that up you know hey I want to start this chapter how long have you guys been around uh, and about like how many members you have. Tell me a little bit more of, about your group. Well, Gabby, you've probably been around the longest. I think it's been going for about five years or so. I think 
officially five years, but I know that the Facebook group is like eight years old. So I think Kate was trying before we came around. Um, I'd say that we are like our Facebook group probably has about 150 people in it. Not everyone is from Ottawa or comes out regularly. I'd say we have a core group um, like on a monthly event, we have about anywhere from 10 to 15 people show up, but I'd say there's about like 20 ish people that are kind of like our core and who are maybe not able to come out every month, but who we will see regularly at events throughout the years. Um, but yeah, I really have to credit Caitlin for starting it and organizing it. And, you know, she's to this day, like, you know, we don't have official titles or anything like that, but she's very much the person who uh, has our connection with all of the collectors originally. So because Caitlin also uh, like repairs and restores machines, um, she sort of knows a lot of the collectors. And so when, especially when there weren't as many public venues for us to play at, it was definitely Kate and her connections that allowed us to go into these people's like pristine basements with 25 machines that I can't believe are so beautiful. Um, and also for giving us a space to do that, because I think Megan and I both started by going to the TARG tournaments, which were great, but, and are arguably like in terms of gender representation for pinball are good compared to like what the IFPA stats might say, but they're still not great and it's still really intimidating. Uh, and so I think her creating that space for us to like get to know each other and you know, have that sort of like underground pinball connection is really important. And I, I think like my experience is a little bit different. Like I was playing pinball with PWO for a long time before I went to the house of target tournaments and like Caitlin's worked really hard to create like a really inclusive and like calm and super chill environment. We're all, you know, happy to play pinball and some of us want to win, but it's not like the be all end all. And that's not always the vibe in the regular spaces. And I think if I had gone to the house of target tournaments, before having spent a lot of time with PWO, I'm not sure I would have come back because I went there and I knew most of the people. It was like, hey, how are you doing? How you been? Like that sense of like connection, it's made it easier. And when other people come now, they have a group of us to get to know. So I think it's changed the gender representation because um, if I had done it the other way, I'm not sure I would have come back. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, you, we Before we had our, our local bells, um, we had started, there was an open league, the Alamo City Pinball League. And a lot of the women from that also now play in our women's chapter. But that's kind of, they, they made that jump, but that was all we had. We didn't have anything else. But, you know, a lot of them, while they, some of them like playing in both, some of them just like playing in the women's chapter, um, just because of the the environment's a little different. Um, not to take anything away from our Alamo City chapter. They're amazing. Um, they're very supportive of what we do and and they're very nice um, folks. But, um, you know, there is something to be said about having a, a space for women where they can feel safe and supportive. And it's I it's comp it's, it's as competitive as you want it to be. And that's the thing. It's like we, we do. We, I mean, we, we're a league. We meet like every other week for like a season and we play. But like the people who are in it for the competition part, they get really into it. But for the people who it's like more of a social thing, you know, there's that element there too. So uh, I think it serves a lot of different needs to a lot of different people. I mean, is that how you guys kind of feel with your group? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, we've been, a lot of us have become very good friends through the group and we're trying to stay connected throughout this sort of isolation phase. Um, we did a, um, our, 
virtual watch party of the 1979 Brooke Shields movie, Tilt. Thank you very much, Elisa, for organizing that. That was yes, so good. fun. <laughs> So we're we're trying to stay connected and and uh, you know up with the pinball while because uh, not everybody's lucky enough to to have machines at home. So I don't, and I'm suffering. <laughs> oh no! I see those machines in the background, Megan. I'm like, well, like maybe it's okay to visit one person. I I you know it's just I, I a little addiction happening here. I want to hear that sound, the replay sound. You know, can you like record it and play it for me? <laughs> It's like a soothing lullaby. So it's like, yes. it's, it is. It's, it's my totally happy noise. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing as much as I can. I lucked out. I have a, a machine, a rental because my, my machine is being worked on, but um, I, I'm so glad because I was kind of on the fence for renting. I knew my other machine was going to get fixed, but uh, I, I'm glad I did. But, oh my goodness. Um, I miss being with all my friends. So I, I just, I'm having fun hanging out with all my new friends, um, like you gals. And one of the things I love, and I don't know if the artwork came from you guys specifically, but the artwork on your Facebook page is like my favorite pin, uh, hashtag slam tilt the patriarchy. I love that freaking pin. <laughs> Somebody, um, sent Megan me a it. pin. They're like, did you make it Megan? Yeah, that, that's my handiwork. So if you need any more, I have tons. Let me know. <laughs> You and I will talk after the podcast, Megan. Um, no, I love that freaking pen so much. It is so awesome. Um, I, er, er, it actually is up here. You can't see it. Um, I'm pointing at things. It, pointing is really bad on a podcast because nobody has any idea what I'm doing. But I have a shelf of things next to me. And like there's a pinball section and the, that pin is up there. That, and I look at it every day. I absolutely love it. Um, you know. It's part of the reason why this podcast even exists. So um, I absolutely, I love it. Like, I mean, that that is a kind of an inspirational little piece of artwork right there for me. So thank you, Megan. I love it. So, but it's oh, wow. very prominent when you go to their Facebook page, folks, it's like, boom. And I was like, I was like, did she, did they, is that from them? I was like, oh my God, that's awesome. I love it. Um, Cause I think... I think I want to say it was maybe Maureen. Some somebody sent it to me, and now I feel bad. And like I think it was Maureen that sent it to me, and because it was like in a, a like a package full of things. And I, I I tell you guys, my brain is like a sieve. I was like I I'm like I have post its all over the place because I forget everything. Um, but uh, no, I absolutely love it. I'll, I'll send you a picture after we get off of like I'm like I'm not lying. But um, but it, the spirit that you guys, I can just hear it from your stories and the way you talk about your chapter, um, about the camaraderie and and um, the spirit that you guys have. Um, what do you think makes your chapter unique, um, and, and what makes it special? I, I they're all smiling, <laughs> kind of thinking. I have two things. I think. Because Ottawa isn't such a big city, it is kind of like a big city with a small city field. The The pinball community is very tight-knit by force. Yeah. Um, and there aren't that many of us. And even if we get like, you know, I look at some of the leagues online and I see all these like 40 people for a weekly league night. And I'm like, that'll never be Ottawa. Like there's just not enough pinball in our city to support that. Um, right now, anyway, maybe it'll happen. But I think part of it is that, you know, we are sort of forced to be friends, but also mm -hmm. like, I don't want to say like, oh, no, I have to <laughs> hang out with these people. But um, in the sense, like, it's just, <laughs> oh, and like, I, I'm laughing because like, I hang out with both Megan and Alisa outside of pinball. 
So it's not like they're that's the only reason I see them. Um, but it's not um, like there's not a lot of other like competition. And like even in Canada, like if we want to go and compete against other women, like we have to drive five hours to Toronto or we have to drive two and a half hours to Montreal. Like there's not a lot. And so I think the fact that we're so close and tight knit uh, really makes it like we we all know each other really well, um, I feel. And like, even if you don't necessarily like love a person, like I still like them and I still know them and like I know about their life. And it's more than just a like a head nod, like, oh yeah, I've seen her once at an event. Like, no, like we we cheer each other on and we know each other. And when we play in bigger tournaments where maybe the gender representation isn't so good, like I remember going to tournaments and it was like me, Megan, and one other person. And so you kind of like had to support each other and that has grown into like a genuine support and you know when we volunteer and stuff at events now like it's i find that like pwo has always like a good representation of like people who are willing to help out and like you know make the community what it is i mean i, I think i was onto something there in terms of that's small enough that there are people in the league that i wouldn't necessarily get to know outside the league because we have differences of political opinions and i think pinball does draw a certain type of woman but that's not certainly all that comes there but because it's a small space and i really want everyone to feel comfortable and inclusive and i think they can't say how we're different than other leagues i haven't spent a lot of time in other leagues but i think we really value inclusivity and making everyone feel welcome so we'll go out of our way for that and so there's this piece of prioritizing that sense of community and you can form community around absolutely anything which is where not necessarily attached to each and every person, but the sense that community remains present. You know, and Gabby and I hosted a baby shower for Megan, um, which was pinball themed, a lot of fun, where Gabby organized a lot of pinball trivia and I brought my tiny little puppy to represent a baby because you had to play pinball while having the baby in your pouch. But <laughs> I mean, that came out of that piece of, of pinball. A lot of people came out and it was a lot of fun, but it's that piece of, we get along despite differences and we know we're going to keep seeing each other and so we want to get comfortable. And I think there's a few of us when we're in a new space or there's a few people playing pinball and how that are women that we don't know. We're like, hey, did you know this group exists? Do you want to come out? Like really wanting to make sure that they're aware of it. You know, I think that's a really great point because it. you're right. The women that I've met in my chapter, I don't think our paths would have crossed. I, You know, we don't work in the same field. We don't go to the same places. San Antonio, it does have a small town feel, but it is a large city. It is, you know, one million plus people it is unlikely I would have met a lot of these women, but I can't imagine them not being my friends now. It's like, we, like I, we know about their kids being born. I know what, how things are going at their job. Um, one of the girls got a new job and we were like, we all knew she was looking for a job and we were all so excited. We're like, Oh my God, you got a job. Like the whole, like the whole chapter went nuts. Um, but we were so happy for her. And, but it's just about all those victories and that's how you like kind of build friendships. Yes. We, we may be different and yes, we may come from different places, but we care about each other, about like our, you know, successes and our struggles. And we do it through this love of pinball, which I think, I think that's a great, great point. Megan, your baby's freaking adorable. I can't even with the baby. So <laughs> like f folks, you know, I can see them. You don't see them, but she's like bouncing the baby in her lap. And I'm like, oh my God, the baby's so stinking cute. And she held up like this onesie that said womp and it, the womp was in glitter. And I was like, oh, it's everything I want. Do they make that in like a 2X adult? So I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I would probably just wear a shirt, but you know, I'm just saying, uh, Mrs. Pin, if you're listening, I want a glitter 
glitter womp t-shirt. It was adorable as heck. Um, but I, I just, I, I like to let you know that Megan had a player two added shirt that she wore for a great deal of her pregnancy, which was the most adorable thing ever. Oh my God. That is adorable. That is an idea. The next, you know, woman that gets pregnant in her club. I'm like, Oh, I know what I'm getting used. <laughs> Um, but we have, um, do you guys have, um, younger players in your league, um, where you guys play at? Do you have like young ladies and, and, and babies and things like that? Uh, this is the first baby, uh, but we do have a couple of, um, kids that come out. Uh, I would say there's a set of twins who are, uh, 10, I think the Castleman's you might've heard of their brother, Carter. He's a, he's a machine. Um, well, the whole family is a, is a big pinball family. Uh, it's really awesome. Um, we have a couple of nieces who've joined uh, a couple of times. Uh, so, yeah, we we uh, have some pretty good youth representation going on, I'd say. They've also had a habit of winning our bottle of wine for the high score of the night on Michigan's. <laughs> it has happened three times in a row that someone under the age of 16 has won the bottle of wine. And so that started because we had one of our hosts, um, we, in addition to our tournament, he wanted to have something special. So he decided that on one of his difficult machines, he would give us a bottle of wine at the end of the night for whoever got the highest score. And I guess people got wind of this and some hosts have decided to continue that tradition. But I think three months in a row, we had a niece, a daughter, and then a niece win the bottle of wine. <laughs> Oh, I love I that. The adults who bring them are hustling us. <laughs> oh my! In our um, our open league, the Alamo City League, we had a tournament, and I think he was seven or eight. His name was Christopher. He won a oil and lube change. It was like he can't even drive. <laughs> And because he got second place in the tournament and we had a, I'm like, we were all dying. We're like, this is the best. We're like, Christopher, hold this up for a second. We're like taking pictures of him with his like, you know, uh, oil change gift certificate. We're like, this is the best. So, so but yeah, no, I, I like the bottle of wine though. I'm going to, I'm going to have to tell my folks about that one. I was like, you guys, I think we're going to have to start giving away bottles of wine. Cause we do have some young ladies that play, but we usually give away coffee gift certificates cause we play in a coffee shop. So, so that works, but that is too cute. I absolutely love that. So let's like, so you guys play in, in a tournament style monthly format. Um, do you, um, what do you guys see for the summer? So we're going to hope that COVID is over by June. I'm, I mean, we're, I, we're just going to keep our fingers crossed and hope it's over by June. Do you guys have any events on the horizon or things, thing, things that you like to do with your group um, during the summer? No, we uh, we keep things going during the summer. I know a lot of leagues take a, a summer break, but uh, we we keep it going. Um, we'll probably do the usual sort of monthly meetups. Uh, we I depends on when events get rescheduled. Too. Um, I know this this was supposed to be the year of me traveling around to to pinball events with the little one. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so a little bummed about that, but hopefully some events get to be rescheduled and, and we still get to do that. And, and last a uh, couple of summers ago, we did the three of us went to um, Buffalo for oh, nice. the, the summer, the Buffalo the summer. Open. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was a lot of fun. So I, I hope Nick and company bring that back. I know that they didn't do it this past year, but um, I've heard such wonderful things about the summer open. So fingers crossed that they decide to do that again because that that is a fun event. 
um, from everybody that's been on the show that's talked about it. So I think that's, uh, well, I hope that, you know, hopefully COVID is over soon and that we can get through all of that. So um, fingers crossed. I have fingers um, crossed for uh, the Ottawa Pinball and Game Room show. Uh, notoriously got canceled two years ago in September because of a tornado. And so last year it oh, came no. back and was like a massive success. Uh, Megan was directing the tournament, like the open tournament that year. And she made these excellent like tornado with like a no, as in like no smoking red sign on top of it for the tournament. Um, and like oh, no tornado became the hashtag. So this year I'm just hoping it's like no pandemic by September. So that we can have pinball. How do like, you make the trophy for that? No pandemic. Face mask with a no? I don't know. <laughs> like no COVID or like no pan. Oh my god, no, it's a Corona beer bottle with the no sign on top of it. Done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Well, that sounds awesome. And I and I hope all those things happen for you guys. And and we we being me have enjoyed having you guys on the show representing our friends from the North. And I, Megan and I have talked um, for a while on the interwebs and Megan, I think you won a prize on my show. Didn't you? Did you win a prize? I did from soft plunge. Yes. That was going to, I was like, I think she won the soft plunge gift certificate. So that that's how oh. she and I kind of met up. Like I, we had spoken and then, you know, her and I kind of lurk in the same places. Um, like it's a friendly lurk, not like a, you know, I also won something from you, Lauren. What did you win? I won the uh, graphic novel that you did when you launched the pinball and you had the Instagram account. Oh, my God. Because technically, I I run Pinball Women Ottawa on Instagram. And so I have also won a prize from you. (laughs) I told (laughs) Again, brain sieve. I totally remember this now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, Ottawa's got... Y'all, Canada is in it to win it. That's all I'm saying. Because I don't do that many giveaways. I totally remember that now. I'm like, oh my God, yes. I was the light bulb went on. My sad little dusty light bulb. It clicked on. So, but um, that's awesome. Yay. I'm like, I talked with you former winners. <laughs> um, but no, I love it. So I, I got to give away more stuff. I've left, I just decided, I'm like, I need more stuff to give away. Um, so I'm feeling uh, left out here. Elisa, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know what, Elisa? I'm going to give you a sticker. I have like these awesome, hold on. I, wish, we're, I don't have them in front of me, but I have the huge back box pinball podcast vinyl sticker. I'm giving you one because I want you to feel I'm like very excited. All the women of Ottawa. Make my pandemic. Yep, there you go. Hashtag no corona. So there you go. I'm going to get you. Yeah, it's a really cool vinyl sticker. Listeners, you can buy one. It's on the website. Um, but uh, but I'm going to get it for Elisa because I feel bad because like everybody else wants something. <laughs> so we're going to get something <laughs> for you. So we'll make sure to get your address afterwards. But um, you guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I, I warned you about this ahead of time. We have one segment on the show. It's called Inside the Pinball Arcade. It's where our listeners get to find out more about you and your pinball mind. Are you guys ready to play? Yeah. They they We're look All oh, right, thumbs up don't work over. Me. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. All right, question number 1. What game do you love? And we'll start with you, Megan. Oh, sure. Put me on the spot. Um you know what? I stars. I I have in the background it was my first machine. I it's simple, but it it 
you know, the strategy changes. I don't know. I, I fell in love with it and, and I haven't looked back. I, I have a love-hate relationship with stars. It took me out of the uh, Houston women's tournament, but at the same time, it's a great game. <laughs> so it's like, I can't hate it too much, but but nice choice. Alisa, what is your what game do you love? It's still probably the original Jurassic Park. Like I like that Adam style thing where you have like the, the hole that activates the mode, the last action hero where it's like the rules are simple enough, but also complicated enough. And who doesn't love a Tyrannosaurus Rex head coming to eat the ball? Like, how can you not love that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And see, and this is where I had the argument where they were saying that it won best like um, toy or gimmick. And I'm like, the new Jurassic Park, as much as I love it, it's like my game of the year. I, I feel that that Tyrannosaurus head mech is very much akin to the one that was in the original Data East. I just think it's it's too close to win. But that was just my personal opinion. But I do love the Data East Jurassic Park. Excellent choice. And Gabby, what is what game do you love? I could play The Walking Dead for hours. I never get sick of it. And it's one of those games where like I either have a terrible game that's under five million or I have an amazing game. Like there's not a middle ground and I I hate it, but I love it. And I think part of why I love it is that it's just so mean and I want to beat it. It's mean. Yeah. The zombies are mean. I actually did not like that game for the longest time. I'm trying to get over my hatred of The Walking Dead because it appears in like every single tournament I ever go to. So I'm like, I, I need to get over my hate or I need the hate to fuel me like Darth Vader. You know, I'm like, I need the hate to fuel yeah, me. Use so, the hate. Use the hate. Um, yeah, because that game is brutal, but it's a great game. It's just brutal. So, but nice choice. I like that one too. All right. Question number two, and we'll start with you, Gabby. What game do you hate? <laughs> I mean, I just said the walking dead. No, um, I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I hate Iron Man. I don't know why. It has everything in a game that I should love. I love a center shot. I love bashing some sort of thing on the play field. It has like nice ramps, but I hate it. Every time I play it, I'm just like miserable and I don't enjoy it. And like, I like Iron Man as a theme. Like, it's just one of those things. It's the most illogical reason, but like, it's my least favorite game. Okay, I can understand. Like, the Sometimes you can't explain like why you just don't like something. You're like, mm, this, this does not do it for me. I'm not feeling this inside. So I'm going to let you have that one. <laughs> uh, Lisa, which game do you hate? I just don't like Game of Thrones. Like it's so fast. Your ball's going to be 30 seconds or less. Like I really like when I can get into a game and I might see the whole storyline and like something's rolling. Something never rolls with Game of Thrones. That thing is designed to go down the hole as fast as possible. What fun is that? It just comes too soon, you know? Game of Thrones is is deceptively harder than it looks, and and I'm always like, which house do I pick? And I'm like, everybody always tells me to pick Baratheon, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's like, ah. And we love you, Kate Rothwell Jackson, who has been on the show, who is the voice of Game of Thrones. But uh, sometimes Game of Thrones is not nice. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> All right, Megan, which game do you hate? Oh, I gotta go with Wizard. I just. <laughs> It, it doesn't do it for me. I don't know why. I just, I, uh, which is funny too, because I actually won the the um, Pinfest 2017 Women's Classic Championship on that machine. But I, I'm sorry, I have no love for it. Okay, you're in a judgment free zone. I told y'all, you're in a, in a safe space, and and we're, no, there's no judgment. There might be a little bit of judgment on some stuff, but for the most part, no judgment. So, no, w- Wizard is is, is totally acceptable. Answer. <laughs> 
All right. Question number three. What is your favorite pinball sound? And this can be the sound that a mech makes. This can be a soundtrack. This can be a call out. Anything that's sound related. What is your favorite pinball sound? And we'll start with you, Elisa. Oh, okay. Well, besides the replay sound, which we've covered a couple of times, yes. let's go, thing. Lend a hand. Yay! I love this. <laughs> I love this. You you can't go wrong with Adam's family. I mean, it's I have a specific sound that I love, but for callouts, I mean, the Adams family is just gold. It's just gold. That's there's a reason why it's the bestest top selling game of all time. <laughs> all right, Gabby, uh, what's your favorite pinball sound? <laughs> Can I have a tie? I'm um, well, yes, you can have a tie. We'll give you we'll, we'll you can have a tie. Okay, I have a tie. So there's two. I really really love the haunted house like 8-bit Bach. It's amazing. I could listen <laughs> to that for hours. Like I don't know why, but it's so good. I just love it. But like my favorite sound is from uh Dragon the like Bow noise when you knock the like hydro dragon head down. Oh man, yep. I love that noise. I have it on my phone, like in so many videos. One of my favorite videos on my phone of all time that I just like go back to and listen to happily is I asked Caitlin once to hit one of the dragons so that I could have that noise to post it online, and she hit all five immediately in one ball. And so I have five little dragons going bow. Anyway, I'm not doing it justice, but if you've heard it, you heard it. You know the bow. We'll try. I'll try to find the sound, um, uh, listeners. And if I can, I'll put a link in the show notes. So we'll try to find a, a video that has the sound in it. So I like that. I like that. All right, Megan. All right. Well, yeah, I have to say I'm a big fan of the bow as well. But I, <laughs> and I, I hope I get the, the wording right. It's from Electra. It's the you have been exposed to... Electra's radiation or something. I, anyway, I, I, that one word, I don't know if it's Electra or Gamma or something, that's going to bug me all night. I'm going to look it up as soon as we get off this call. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that I used to have that machine in my basement and and I love that phrase for some reason. I want to try to find that one too, listeners. If I can, I'll check the show notes. All right. Question number four. What is your favorite pinball art package? This can be back glass. This can be cabinet art. This can be playfield art, a mixture of all three. What is your favorite pinball art package? And we'll start with you, Gabby. What's your, do you oh, have gosh. one, Gabby? Um, I know you gave us a heads up too, and I've been thinking about it all night. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I think my favorite, I really love, and I don't love the game as much, but I really love Pinbot. I just, I love the primary colors. I love that like weird sci-fi. I like the robot because I have a thing for robots. And like, it's just, it's the kind of thing like when I, um, I have a pinball tattoo and like when I showed reference pictures, I was like, maybe something like this. It doesn't look anything like Pinbot, but I, I just, I like that weird sci-fi vibe and like just the simplicity of it. So I am, um, and listeners, uh, longtime listeners know that Pinbot was my first pinball game ever. So I'm a huge mm -hmm. fan, Team Barry Ausler, hashtag Team Barry. And then um, I wanted to show you this. It's hard to see, but it's the <gasps> Bride of Pinbot pin. 
And I'm in love with it. I talked about it in the last episode. Yeah, so I'm a huge fan of the Pinbot series. My favorite is Jackbot, actually. um, But um, Pinbot has a special place in my heart because it was my first pinball game. So I love it. And I was like, while you were talking, I was like, I'm going to show them for real. I was like, I have my little jar. And inside my jar, I keep all my pins. And I'm dropping things because... Kind of. It's a little. It's a little pixelated. I so. own. I own one back glass, and it is pinbot, <gasps> and it's in the living room. So yeah, the artwork is amazing. But like, I wasn't lying. I have my pin. Slam tilt to patriarchy. I'm holding it up, listeners, so they can like I can prove to them that I totally have it, and I'm dropping all the things. But but no, I love I love the art package on pinbot. I mean. It's uh, to me, it's iconic. Like when I see somebody with a tattoo of the like the helmet where it has the the, the five squares, the five colored squares. Yeah. Um, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, it, it's very iconic to me. I mean, besides, it just has an emotional attachment to me. I think that that's a, a great art art package, really. Alisa, favorite art package. You know, I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with one around pinball because I don't always pay attention. But you've talked about that slam tilt the patriarchy pin a couple of times. I don't know if you noticed the poster for the International Women's Day, mm-hmm. which took that image and added to it. There was a tattoo on her. She was wearing a league button on her lapel. And for me, that piece of the poster was a representation of that tournament that tried to happen twice. And then Gabby finally hosted it and facilitated it. And Megan's artwork and then people adding to it. So it was sort of a representation of the growth of our community over time. And I have an attachment mm-hmm. to that. So I'm going to choose that. Oh, that's so, oh, heart emoji. I love that. We'll, we'll include, we'll include a link guys. So you can know what we're talking about. Um, that is some awesome art. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I have all the, I have all the feels right now. That's so cute. I love that, Elisa. Love it. All right, Megan, favorite pinball art package. Well, I really like the, uh, the new Jurassic Park. Um, shout the artwork was done by a, a fellow Canadian, Johnny Crap, based out of Montreal. Um, and I think it was just, it was well done. It integrated the theme and, and also I don't pay a lot of attention to artwork. That's the only one. <laughs> you know, it, it drives me nuts to call him Johnny Crap, but he, that's what he wants to be called. So I will call him that, but yeah, it's, it was a great job. I mean, and I've said this before on multiple shows, when you can take a machine that is about a movie and draw me in and make it a machine about dinosaurs. I think it's a total <laughs> win. The The artwork was able to transcend the fact that they used very little assets from the movie. Um, it, and you, it took you into that world, into that the, di- the dinosaur island world. So um, yeah, no, it's a great art package. I love it. Awesome. All right. Next question. What is your grail pin? This is the pinball machine that is in existence out there in the wild that you want to own money, no object above all others that you would like to have in your home collection. What pinball machine is that? And we'll start with you, Megan. Oh, dear. Uh, There's too many. (laughs) Um, But I would have to say the um, JJP Pirates, Um, just because I think it's such a deep rule set um, that I could play it forever and and it would be good. In fact, I have a desert island, a set of desert island pins. It would be, uh, it would be JGBP pirates, stars, uh, dragon, uh, like interflip dragon, and yeah, I think that. Oh, and uh, last action hero. There we go. One from each era. It, I it, like it. 
we'll let that be your pandemic collection because I did ask that with the uh, the uh, stream team since they had been on the show before I had to come up with new questions. So I'm like, all right, y'all desert Island collection. What is your pandemic collection? <laughs> Give me three. So, so we'll, so we'll let you have those. All right, Elisa, what would be your grail pin? What is it? Medieval times, medieval madness, medieval madness, the yep. castle. I mean, okay. So there's a, a type of machine that's not too fast. And Gabby was saying last time we were out that I always find some machine and I will just stay on that machine the whole night. It always has a similar feel something that's got enough going on, but not too complicated. Give me a multi-ball, give me six or seven or eight different kinds of multi-balls. I'm very happy. And that thing that you can bang in the middle of the center with all of these very charming pieces of like background noise, you won't always notice that when you do, they're so charming. The trolls, oh my God, the trolls. And it's a classic machine. The trolls. I would like to make friends with anybody who has one. I would have like one in my basement. No, I love that. I mean, Medieval Madness is a classic for a reason. It's There's a reason why, you know, right up there with Adam's Family is considered one of the greatest games of all time. I mean, there's so many things that come together and you trolls all day long. Trolls all day long. Love it. All right, Gabby, Grail Pin. Oh, I would take an attack from Mars in a heartbeat. I just love that game. Another and like, there's something so fun about just like defeating aliens all night. I just... I love it. And like the little happy Martians that come up and dance and like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's such a fun game and it's kind of like, it's not super deep, but like you just feel so good when you do well on it. So. Yeah, no, that, that another great, you know, classic again, top 10 machines of all time. There's a reason why it's in um, everybody's top 10 list. I mean, uh, it comes together, brings a lot of things together, art, storytelling, gameplay, shots. I mean, there's just a lot of things to love about it. So excellent choices, lady. I, I like your collection. Love it. All right. Next question. What is your favorite pinball event, convention, or tournament to play in or attend? And we'll start with you, Megan. I have to say Indisc. I, I love Indisc. Um, I, it broke my heart that I had my baby that weekend. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Not yet. She went, her due date was actually two weeks prior to that. And like before I had her and realized what an intense experience having a baby is, um, I was seriously toying with the idea of flying out for Indus because I like I got her passport right away. But uh, <laughs> next year, next year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. You're like, I'm here, guys. I'm here. I just had a tiny human. It's fu- It's going to be great. So <laughs> that's dedication right there. Oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness, I love it. All right, Elisa. Elisa. I think I'm going to have to choose the Ontario Provincial Women's Championship. This was the first year they had a women's championship and like all three of us qualified. Megan was not able to attend for the same reason. Um, But like there were seven women from Ottawa that qualified. So for Ontario as a province is huge. I thought that was a really big deal. And I have to say, like, I didn't really care about tournaments that much before that, right? Whatever. Let's let me play some machines and you want to order me around. Okay, but then I can play. But now I'm like, I have to make the cut again next year. So it's changed the way that I relate to pinball because it's something that I want to shoot for and aim for. But again, being in that space with people who took pinball really seriously, but were really lighthearted. Most of us had seen each other before somewhere and like that kind of camaraderie and like getting very excited for the person who won was a lot of fun. I love it. I I, I think that's great. And it is because I think, 
And I, and I would, I'm not going to say all, but most women's events that I've been to, there is a sense of camaraderie and yes, you want to win, but you're just, you want all the women to do well. It's like you, like my friends are here and I want to win, but at the same time, I want my friends to win. And it just, it makes it difficult. But at the same time, everybody's always rooting for other people. Like, you know, it may not have been your day that day, but you know, you're glad that, you know, well, if I couldn't win, I want my friends to win. So um, I love that. That's a great answer. All right, Gabby, favorite event or tournament or um, to attend or play in? I haven't traveled a lot. So I feel like my my options are somewhat limited. And Elisa stole mine. I was going to say also the uh, you Ontario can Provincial Women was like my favorite <laughs> pinball event because of the same reasons. Like I I got knocked out in the first round by the person who I was staying with. And I was like, how am I mad at her? Like. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But I think, you know, if I could give like another shout out, it's obviously uh, like Pinball Women Ottawa on a monthly basis. Like I always have so much fun. Uh, Kate is often driving me. She has to like school mom and be like five more minutes. And then I'm like five more minutes, mom. And she's like, no, I have to go. It's bedtime. And I'm like five more minutes though. Like <laughs> just trying to play more and more. Um I'm but, going to leave you I here. Mean, I'm getting I also, in the car. I also, yeah, and she will sometimes. And I'll be like, oh, Lisa, <laughs> give me a ride home, please. Um, but I think the other thing, too, is like, I have to give credit. And I always, I feel like I do it a lot, but I also feel like he deserves a lot of credit. But Monty, who runs the monthly House of Targ tournament, um, even if I'm having, like, that is the one tournament where I will go to and like I regularly just do so poorly. Like I'll be out in three rounds and it's a three strike knockout. And like I don't care. I still have fun. I still like it. I still appreciate that it's there. I still enjoy the people that are around. Um, you know, I've been so often that I think I can recite his opening speech for like the rules and ground rules by memory. Um, and there's just like there's something about it that um like I love, like, I'm going to pick Pinball Women Ottawa over the Targ tournament, but I don't think I've missed either in, like, five years. <laughs> like, I just, if I'm not out of town, I am at one of those two tournaments. So I'm very appreciative that they exist and that I get to play in them. And, you know, maybe as I get more skill and money, I can go hang out at all the fancy pinball tournaments with Megan and all of you lovely American folk. Yay! <laughs> We got to have Canada I represent two things on that. If that's Canada okay, of course you can. So Monty like has recently also updated his rules to include like a pretty comprehensive safer space agreement, which I love. And awesome. the PWO has an annual kind of year end closing championship, which Gabby has made the most amazing Miss PWO sashes ever. Aww. And that for me is one of the highlights is seeing the sash. Now, Gabby also seems to win the sash on occasion, but you know, <laughs> only can't once. Help it. She's just only good. once. There's only been Vicky's like three of them, so that's fair on occasion. But the sashes are amazing. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we um, we've been trying to get this Texas Bells, like a like a state league going, and and I wanted sashes. We ended up with cats, but I mean the hats are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I mean it's Texas. They went with a cowboy hat. I'm like, can't argue that, y'all. But uh, I thought you said cats, and I was oh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we got really excited. I was like, they are more excited about hats than I thought they'd be. But I was like, maybe no, I'm off base. Cats, with definitely cats. <laughs> I was like, what cats? Hello. Yeah. I brought my cat up. Oh, hello, kitty. Hi, Megan has her baby. I have Buster, my grumpy old man cat. <laughs> 
I'll just hang up on my aquarium over here. It's cool. Cool. <laughs> Everybody's bought their babies. <laughs> no, but um, they have a cowboy or cow gal hat, and not not. But cats are awesome. I love cats. I'm still trying to get my partner to get on the pro cat team. We have a dog. And I love all of y'all know about Delilah, but, and, but I love cats. I grew up with a cat. So I'm like, we should get a cat. I, I didn't find out until after we got together that he's not a cat guy. And I'm like, how can you not be a cat guy? Oh, the cats are awesome. And I'm like, I have to rethink this whole relationship. I mean, he should know that he hung on by a thread. I'm just saying, cause I was like, this might be a deal breaker. Why don't you like cats? <laughs> like, It's a thing. So now I'm like, he's like, you can always have a dog. I was like, Okay. <laughs> I mean, I love dogs. I do. I love dogs. I love just animals in general, but I was a little bummed. I was like, oh, no cats. But so I like, but live vicariously through, it seems pinball people are a lot of cat people. So I'm like, oh, the kitties. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Next question. Whom would you like to play head to head most? A, either alive or dead, anybody in the world, anybody through history, whom would you enjoy playing pinball with the most head to head? And we'll start with you, Megan. Well, I'm going to have to go with my grandmother. Um, Aww. <laughs> so nice. I'm sorry, but no, because she she passed away before I got um, really into the hobby, and and I she was just the kind of woman that I think would be really into it. Like she she uh, she'd give anything a try, and I would love to just enjoy this hobby with her. So I'm gonna go with Grandma. Oh, that's, mm, that's so nice. Mm, I love that. I love that. It's so sweet, Alisa. Given that we all watched Tilt for the first time last week, I mean. I don't know if it's considered a person, but that like 14 year old kid who was like killing it on pinball. And like, this is a movie set in 1979 and some of her sass and taking men down, I'm in. I A, need to learn how to be really calm under pressure because I'm great at pinball until I care. And then I crash and burn and she's got that figured out. So I think I could learn a few things from her. So I'm, I, I would like to do that. Now she's like probably like 40. So she's been playing pinball for a long time. She's pro, where is she? <laughs> I love that. Love it. Character from Tilt. I think that might be a first. I love it. That's mm. her name. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it. I, I, feel, I feel like I want to schedule a viewing for our group now of Tilt because I've heard so much about it, but I have not seen it. So now I'm like, now I got So good. It. I can send you the torrent. <laughs> All right, Gabby, who would you most like to play head to head? Uh, I think I really, I'm, I just blanked on her last name and I feel like a total jerk. Um, but I want to play Cassandra, also known as Elvira on one of her Cassandra machines. Peterson. Thank you. Oh my God. It was there. No I was like, yeah. Anyway, I just, I think that'd be super fun. And like, I know that she goes to cons and events sometimes. And so I feel like it's kind of realistic that this could maybe happen one day, but like, I just think it'd be really cool to like play Elvira on a machine that she has like, you know, she is reflected on, but like, I also really love Elvira as someone like who really owned her own sexuality and owned her image and like has that like empowerment. And so I think it'd be like extra fun to play against her. Cause I just imagine she'd be like a super, um, like she wouldn't, I feel like she wouldn't take herself very seriously, but that she could probably and very easily beat me. And I would enjoy that. I like that. I like that. And I, I think it would just be fun. Uh, she strikes me as somebody who just have a lot of fun. And if you asked her to play pinball on her own machine, she'd probably get a hoot. Like, she's like, yeah, like for sure. So um, she just seems like someone who, who can have a lot of fun. I love that. Love that answer. Excellent answers, ladies. All right. Final question. 
This is always the fun one. What is your dream theme? This is a theme that has never been created by a major pinball manufacturer, but that you would like to see come to life. And we'll start with you, Gabby. Blondie. Not even a second. Blondie. Like, why isn't there a Blondie machine? If I have one more dad rock, classic rock machine come out, I'm going to (laughs) lose it. Like, honestly. And like, how how is Debbie Harry not some like amazing pinball back glass? Like, I just, I don't know. There needs to be a Blondie back glass. Blondie backlash. There needs to be a Blondie game. The music would be amazing. I bet you any money Debbie Harry would be down for it. Like I know she played pinball. So I are you showing me a Blondie? Yeah, Pez I mean over there, Elisa. Um, I've seen a Pez collection. Okay, but, but I um, think I we've just, had several people talk about Blondie. We've had several people on the show, and I think. Um, just a few episodes ago, I, Blondie is definitely like my my number one music pin that I want made is Prince, but Blondie's in that top three, like Prince, Madonna, and Blondie. Like those are the three. Like I would love there to be like uh, a one way or another like multi ball, oh, and like right? I'm like yes, yeah. There, there's so much you could do. Her music is iconic. When it drains, it's just gonna yell, "I'm gonna get you." Anyway, um... <laughs> I'm gonna get you, get you, get ah. Like it's so like, and you could do lots of fun things. Like you could have like, I don't know, a Batman style phone for call me, or like you know, you could have some sort of like glass heart, and like there's so many fun things you could do with it to like integrate her music and songs. Like she's just so iconic, and like there, it's impossible not to dance to Blondie. And like I find I play like I don't play well with headphones, but I do play well if there's like music I really enjoy and often Blondie will play when I'm at Targ or another venue. And I'm just like, yeah, best ball ever. So I, I think it's time Stern get on it. Um, I mean, make her hot. I don't care. Like, you know, those guys will buy Blondie too. It's fine. She has such an iconic look. Her music um, speaks to so many different people. People love it. And we've talked about this on the show before about like hashtag no more dad rock. Um, and I like dad rock. Like, you know, I, I'm not saying that I don't like 70s rock. I'm just like, we've done it enough. Like, can we just move on and have, if you want, like, there are so many great female bands and iconic ones like Blondie, like Heart. Like, I'm like, why can't you just pick one? Just pick one. Um, but Blondie to me would just be, yeah, perfect. That would be like pinball magic. So I love that. Another vote from Blondie. Woohoo. All right. Yeah. Lisa, we've commented uh, several times on you. You, She's moved listeners. And now there's a backdrop of like, like a very, very large display of Pez dispensers. So, and see, this uh, is a theme that's probably never going to happen because I'm probably the only person in the whole world that would like it. But I do have about 800 Pez dispensers in my living room. Oh, and wow. like, if we could just have, I don't know if you can see these as well, but if we could just have a machine that's about Pez dispensers and all the different themes and they could have like rule sets for the Flintstones versus the Mickey Mouse and Pez dispensers have changed a lot over the years. Like I have about 10 different Mickeys. And so it could be like working towards the future and the ball could pop out of places, be like a Pez dispenser, like it's shooting across the room. Yeah. Like, there's room for this, but you would sell about three machines. So but that's my dream. But I like the idea. I mean, so many people, Pez, again, something iconic. Everybody had a Pez dispenser at some point in their life. And I have a couple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so that's adorable. Yeah. So, listeners, so Gabby's chatting and all of a sudden I'm like, why is Elisa in front of, like, all this Pez? I was like, what is this all about? 
So, all right. So one vote for Blondie, one vote for Pez. Megan, what is your dream theme? Oh, well, you know what? There's been all this talk about the Golden Girls. Can somebody just make it already? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Golden Girls again. Oh, my God. Thank you for being a friend. I love it. Love it. Goldie Rose is like endgame. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I think I feel Rose like like they're like Saint Olaf wi- wizard mode. I'm just saying. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I love I love that. Another vote for Golden Girls. I'm telling you, like, there's this huge part of me that wants to get a hold of mach- a hold of a machine and retheme it to Golden Girls. I'm like, uh, I mean, y- y'all know how listeners, you know how I feel about the Golden Girls. Um, we've had like several votes for the Golden Girls on the show, so yay! All good themes, ladies. I love them. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope you had fun hanging out. I hope you guys had fun, um, you know, chatting with me. I've loved having you guys on the show. Yay, Canada. I'm waving my imaginary Canadian flag. Um, but you guys, thank you so much for, for taking time out and be, for being part of Pinball Happy Hour. Um, for folks who want to get a hold of you or want to learn about more about PWO, where can they find you guys at? We're on Facebook at Pinball Women Ottawa. Uh, we're also on Instagram at uh, Pinball Women Ottawa, I think is our handle, isn't it? Yep, Pinball Women Ottawa again. A note, though, about the Facebook group. It is a closed group, and we only accept women and gender nonconforming people into the group just so that we have a safe space to talk. Uh, the the pinball Facebook account that you saw that has the slam tilt the patriarchy, that's actually just a random account that Facebook made that is attached to our Instagram. It's not actually active. Um, so you can like it all you want, uh, but there's nothing that's gonna come out of it in terms of content. Uh, so just a heads up for that. But yeah, um, either join our group Pinball Women of Ottawa if you're eligible, or uh, Instagram, again, just Pinball Women Ottawa. Awesome. So again, you can um, find them on Facebook. It is a closed group, you guys. So you do have to request to, to be a member, but you could just, you know, show your support, um, you know, l- like it or just send them a note, just, you know, send them a message or something. So, uh, but they are an awesome group of ladies. You can find out more about them on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, again, ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. The door is always open. If you got any events uh, happening in the Ottawa area, um, please feel free to share them. And you guys are welcome back anytime. I hope you had fun. Thank you so much, Lauren. It was great to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having us. This is great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, guys. Thank you so, so much. Awesome listeners. Again, uh, Pinball Happy Hour is continuing. We have a show every day this week. So we are getting to meet a lot of ladies from all over the world. Um, if your group would like to be featured or if you and a couple of your friends want to get together, email me at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com and we'll, we'll figure out a way to get you on the show. We'll set it all up. Um, you guys are super, super duper amazing. Um, Thank you guys for your support and I hope all of you stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves and take care of each other and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping!